Welcome to Dear Ashley, where, friendly reminder, we are definitely uncertified and probably unqualified, but ready and willing to give you advice. I am joined, as always, by my husband, Steve. So here's a thought. Okay. I'm kidding. (laughs) Good start. I'm kidding. We haven't done this in a while. I was totally joking. Oh, you don't have a thought that you're going to share? Okay. By my my husband, Steve. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hi. Who wants to recap the great bacon debate, even though I feel like I've talked about nothing else for the last two weeks. I had no idea how controversial that That subject was. controversial. I think some people, um, well, there's a a lot of things to break down. Well, we don't need to break Uh, down. Your tweet for people who didn't listen to the podcast thought you were person one. They just assumed you were person one. So people that saw your tweet before they listened to that episode just assumed you were person one. Right. And that rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Well, that also was probably person one got most of the votes. Yeah. Person (laughs) one, which I said rubbed me the wrong way. But it turned out that person one was correct. And I was person numero uno. According to the Twitter poll, but according to the subreddit poll, um, I was correct. Do you have those stats handy oh that's crazy it turns out do i do yes where's the poll there it is ashley won it was much closer it was 40, 43 to 37 votes. still i still won <laughs> it was <laughs> controversial i think our friends started to weigh in with us over text and everyone was telling me i was wrong yeah the one thing that i think is, is forgotten and we don't need to get into it again because it's clear that i was right sure sure is that it was the last the last of the bacon is is a big missing element to the debate. That it was the last of the bacon in the house. And if there was some more, I probably still wouldn't have cooked some for you. <laughs> but it's I, a big part of the debate. I disagree only because a lot of people said, if you wanted bacon, just go make it yourself. And it was like, well, I couldn't because there wasn't any more bacon. Right. It's just, we That's also a- didn't mention... Well, did we in the tweet that we were fighting, which means that I legally was not allowed to accept any gifts from you in terms of making me a sandwich. No, again, we don't incorrect. have to recap it that's again. Incorrect. We already talked about it. You're so adding too many long. variables to help build your case. I was that's, right. A, I asked you if you wanted a sandwich. Lawyer. You said no. You got mad at me. Okay, the okay. I am already <laughs> tired of talking about this. I'm going to cut this whole part. <laughs> no, don't cut it. I am. No, leave it. Nah. All right, we'll move on. Uh, we missed a week. That was a bummer. Apologies to the listeners. I am joined today by my husband, no, Steve. come on, don't. <laughs> yeah, last week was tough. Uh, we had another snowstorm in New Jersey. Multiple, actually. And we ended up losing. It's all blurring together. I don't know. Daycare remember. was closed because it was President's Day. And then it was closed again for snow. And then I had to go back to the DMV for several hours. Yeah, so it was. Uh, and you're working. You're working. I'm working. Yeah. We're doing a lot of stuff. Uh, we we want to make sure this is done for Ashley regularly once a week to get this out and build Dear Ashley. This is episode 10. That's exciting, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so, kind of nuts. So we want to we won't skip weeks moving forward unless there's a major holiday, which we've already missed a week for a major holiday or there's multiple snowstorms. Why are you looking at me confused? I don't know cuz it feels like we're going to do the best we can. Everybody knows that. I know, but it's just like in order to build a successful podcast, a big part of it is being consistent. And we want this to, I don't know. Be consistent. Yeah, win an award. Okay. Well, we're working on the doing our best award. That's the one I'm shooting for. <laughs> okay. You want it. 
All right. How about some administrative stuff? That's next on the dock. Yes. I love my administrative stuff. Uh, as you mentioned, we're trying to be consistent, even though we skipped last yeah. week. So pods, we're aiming for them to come out on Wednesdays. In the meantime, you can check out our subreddit and our Instagram account. Both of them are Dear Ashley Pod. We love your follow-ups and we love your pictures and everything. They really bring us so much joy. So join those communities and continue to weigh in on the debates voting for me. I think we're a little rusty. Let's just get in and start answering some of these questions. I feel like right? I need some WD-40 for my wheels, to be honest. Maybe, <laughs> this, vo- maybe this voicemail will help. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Um, Hello, Austin's roommates. This is Jillian from Phoenix. Uh, I feel like someone may have asked this, but I think it's so funny to hear you guys talk and disagree on many things. And I love it um, in such a nice way, of course. And I was wondering, what is the biggest thing you've learned about each other, either while doing this pod or in quarantine? And if someone has already asked that, then um, would you rather not be able to tell the differences between babies and bagels? What? Or have an invisible tiny leprechaun following you around, kicking you in the shins from time to time? (laughs) All right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for doing the thought. (laughs) Jillian, I appreciate you and I appreciate your several questions that really took us on a journey. And our first question was... What? I think the other the journey we're about to go on is going to be different than the journey of that question. It's all philosophical and profound. Like, what's yeah. the biggest thing you've learned yeah. about your spouse? Or, and the other one's like, what if you couldn't tell the difference between babies and bagels? It's <laughs> really funny. Um, I, I, like, I like how she gave us options for the questions. <laughs> And maybe that's a new spinoff when you call and leave a voicemail. Give us two options. Oh, no. That's too much pressure. Then you have to come up with two questions. It's a lot. So, Steve, what is the biggest thing you've learned about me since doing this pod? Oh, buddy. Um, just or doing the pod or quarantine? I don't. Yeah. I guess either. Well, the quarantine is about a I'll year the now. Po- I'll so. do the po- The quarantine's all blurred together. And there's a lot of things we've learned about each other through life. We've got to spend more time with each other. I will say one thing. Um, I'm trying, I'll be, this is a very nice thing to say. Ashley and I worked next to each other for 12 consecutive years. Yeah. Then in October of 2019, I took a new job and Ashley and I didn't see each other at work for a period of about six months. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit and we were right back (laughs) working next to each other. Uh, so it's kind of a... Uh, inevitable thing that's going to happen of that even if we tried to separate ourselves uh, from work and life, we're always going to be connected in some way or the other uh, through work, which I'm reminded that there's nobody I collaborate with better or there's nobody ideas I laugh at more than Ashley Marie Brabant. Um, So that was a nice thing. That was sweet. I will say it it is really nice to just like be able to poke your head in and be like, Hey, can you read this email for me? I feel like I didn't word it appropriately. Just get yeah. another set of eyes yeah. and somebody that you really trust and you, yes. who you know has your back no matter what. And great thing just happened about an hour and a half ago. We don't want to get into bringing each other lunches, but it is nice. But it is quarantine, so we don't have much else to talk about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is nice. Uh, one thing I've learned is that if someone just makes a decision, sorry, I'm trying to figure out the right words. It's, it's okay. Someone just makes a decision for you, it's it's better than arguing about what you'd want or what you eat. Ashley just made me lunch today, 
didn't even ask if I wanted anything. It's probably going to spiral back to the bacon discussion. It just gave it to me. I've done that before too. And even if it isn't a good lunch, it's still better than There was a lot a of lunch. orange on that Yeah, plate. there was a lot of orange. It was orange. a lot of orange. Um, and I mean, baked Cheetos and Clementines. It just was it weird looking. It worked. It was it weird worked. looking. It worked. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'd say that, I don't know where I was going with the lunch thing. Yeah, we were talking about things where you learned about each other, but we didn't actually say What'd you learn about any of those me things. Or, since doing the pod, I realized, sorry, I'm cute. I keep no, going. keep going. I'm stalling. You have fans. You have real fans. They're real. F- I, I always made fun of you and Katie for the sports podcast. I was always blown away and probably jealous of it too. Um, but there's real passionate fans that actually... Like want to hear the feedback and want to hear the answers and are taking it to heart. And that's really cool. That's really sweet. And I will admit that I am surprised, like pleasantly surprised by the positive feedback we've gotten with this. I really, really love it. And part of, you know, better than anybody, the reason I started it is because I was going to miss desperately interacting with this group of people, which is an incredibly kind group. Um, what if the thing that I learned about you isn't quite so complimentary? I didn't expect you to cannot be. sit, sit still, still ever. Yeah. My goodness. I'm and moving. I never realized until we had a high-end <laughs> microphone just how often you are squirming, tapping, clicking, like breathing heavily. It's so much. Like you just you never your brain just never goes off. I can't. Even when I you're can't. watching TV. I can't. The other night we were watching TV and you had the iPad and your phone in front of you and the TV was on. I'm like, what no, is happening? <laughs> it's like you're trying to get into Top Shot, but also keeping an eye on Twitter, but also like just checking in on Survivor while you're parenting. It's so much. Like your brain is so busy. I can't, I can't go, I can't do that. I cannot multitask like your brain does with as much media as it consumes. It's nuts. Like nuts. That's that's a fair critique. It's not I, a critique. I can't, it's an I can't observation. Sit still during the day, I can't sit still during the day. Yeah. Especially being locked in these. And our home is beautiful. I love our home. I was thinking about this this morning. But I I gotta move. I gotta I gotta, I can't sit at this desk all day. I gotta be downstairs. Yeah. I gotta be in the bedroom. Or I gotta uh, like going back outside. Remember writing emails outside in the summer. Oh. I, just, I just gotta be moving. Steve be moving. Steve be moving. Okay, can you stop though? Because I have to edit this and all Let's that tapping the, is very irritating. Do the um, bagel one. Okay, Real so quick. the we'll other question Would you rather not be able to tell the differences between babies and bagels or have an in- invisible tiny leprechaun following you around and kicking you in the shin from time to time? Go on, leprechaun. Of course, yeah. leprechaun. You don't accident. You don't want to, in any situation, want no. to accidentally well, eat a, a baby. That's a bagel. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Was... If you can't tell the difference, like, that means even if you're holding one in each hand, you yeah, can't tell the difference. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, you're, you have a kid and it comes out and you're like, oh, it's a, a bagel. bagel. Like, you don't want that. It doesn't work. Leprechaun, too, you could probably, he'll kick you in the shins every now and then, but like, you could probably come up with some bits with them. You could go on adventures. I, fun like, fact, I think you know this, but I used to be obsessed with leprechauns. You have like a weird things that you were obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day was like my favorite yeah. holiday and I used to write letters to leprechauns. My parents would pretend That's to be weird. leprechauns for me and like, I, it was like better than Easter. I loved leprechauns <laughs> so much. So this is actually kind of a dream for me. Like I would become friends with the leprechaun and I would ask him to only kick me in the shin like when I really needed yeah, a good kick in the them. shin, you know? Anyways, Jillian, that was a 
lot of great questions. I am curious if anyone out there is picking babies and bagels. Yeah, if you are, there's a, you're gonna need a TED Talk or your own podcast to describe how, why. That's I can't I can't wrap my head around who would pick that side. Um, but thank you, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Next question. Dear Ashley and Steve, loving the podcast. I'm a big bookworm and really enjoyed Ashley talking about the books she has been reading this year. I also enjoyed Young Adult, especially Young Adult Dystopian. Fun fact, I was an extra in the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. That's awesome. Our first celebrity question. (laughs) However, Young Adult is not my favorite genre of books. Favorite genre of books to read also happens to be the nerdiest fact about myself. I've read over 100 Star Wars novels, which is a fact surprises most people since the majority of people have no idea that there are star wars books that brings me to my question what is the nerdiest fact about yourself oh boy keep up the amazing work on the podcast happy reading and may the force be with you kyle from canton georgia kyle i appreciate you and i appreciate your question very much man i love that like nerd has taken on a completely different definition in this day and age, like growing up liking Star Wars and reading Game of Thrones and like Harry Potter even was not cool. And now it's more widely accepted and talked about. It just is, it makes me very happy. Um, This is a great question. I have a lot. The first thing that came to my mind, the first thing that came to my mind, I'm going to try to keep it short, is I was cleaning out a closet um, yesterday and found a box from our desk that was full of, you know, different notebooks and files and things like that. And one of the notebooks was pages and pages and pages of me doing different permutations of possibilities for answers to logic problems, (laughs) just pages of them, because I genuinely love doing that stuff so much that here's the, here's the nerdy fact. When I was younger, I took the LSAT just for fun. I was like, you know what? Why don't I just study for this for a little bit and then like take a practice exam? I think my sister was t- thinking about going to law yeah. school. So she had bunch of, bought a bunch of practice LSAT books and I would just sneak into a room and take them and see how I did. And it was a good time. <laughs> uh. You knew that, right? Yeah, We've I talked didn't, about I didn't that. Know in that detail. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, Steve, what's yours? Uh, I like Star Wars too. That's not nerdy <laughs> at this point. No, I. Uh, there's a few things like Ashley. The nerdiest thing about it, also the phrase nerd is just completely changed now. It's like almost nerdy to say nerd. Like nerd, nerd things are cool now. You read a hundred Star Wars books. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Uh, maybe not as in depth as. Uh, you would want to go on the topic, but I am curious from uh, a person who's like the movies, what else is going on in that world? Yeah. Um, so, and then that's not nerdy. Like the, the most popular show on television the past year was The Mandalorian followed by WandaVision. And that's not really television, but it's streaming. You get it. Th- those are what would be considered as nerd topics. Are you just stalling because you yeah, don't want to say what's really. nerdy about you? Do you think it might be that you're buying basketball plays on the computer to, and trying to sell them like stocks? So the NBA Top Shot has <laughs> revived my love for bas- baseball cards. I was obs- I, I, I thought about how I'm going to go see my parents shortly so I can not to visit them because I haven't seen them since That's the pandemic not true. started. We love them so much. But 
other but i want to see what baseball cards we have left over um collecting memorabilia was a big thing growing up and then it faded like once we got too cool for school and high school and then into college and now it's made it's a there's a return on it and top shot has revived my interest in collectibles so i'd say collectibles are probably super nerdy i also i don't know if you call this nerdy but um Ashley calls me a brand snob too. You are a brand snob. That, That's not nerdy. I'd That's say it's elitist. A nerdy. It's not elitist. It's a little nerdy. It's elitist if I tried to buy you I tried to buy you socks yeah. or something and you're like Hanes. <laughs> no, yes, that, you did. That sounds that sounds bad. Okay. I will say like These are these I, are Hanes. I will say I don't want you to buy me a Nike <laughs> like, a Nike shirt from like TJ Maxx. Right. You that's know, that's, that's, that's it's not a Nike shirt. No. It's just cheaper. It's the same. Yeah, there's a the quality's off. No, it's not. Buy the Nike it's shirt. It's just cheaper. It's yeah, it's cheaper for a reason. Because it's at TJ Maxx and not <laughs> at the Nike store. Oh my god. Or online. Oh, see what I'm dealing with, guys. It's not nerdy. This is just just Steve. <laughs> I love him so much. Okay, so I think we go with collectibles and maybe how into WWE used to be. Oh, yeah. Wrestling's a good one. I'll also say one other thing. I love uh, finding my favorite movies online and reading the screenplay about them. Oh, that's pretty nerdy. Yeah, that's pretty nerdy. Yeah. Yeah, a movie I've seen a bunch of times, but reading the script online is pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, that's a great answer. Cool. All right. All right. I feel better about myself. Next question. All right, question three. We don't do that. I forgot you all about that last time. <laughs> Dear Ashley and Steve, I appreciate you and I appreciate all your thoughtful answer and answers and insightful advice. I'm a big fan of the newish pod. Here's my question. If you had to choose, because we all know the correct answer is both, would you rather meet your great, 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 great grandparents or your great, 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 great grandchildren? Thanks. Love you, mean it. Melanie in Illinois. Melanie, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question. I was pretty adamant that it would be great, 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 great grandparents. But now I'm starting to second guess myself and I haven't even given my answer yet. Oh, okay. Um, But I think, so my gut was grandparents because I am, I think, more fascinated by what the past was like then I am curious about what the future will be. And I would love to see, and this might be kind this might mean that I'm kind of a selfish person, but I would like to see more about what made me into who I am and see where I came from because that already happened and I am who I am, like you can't necessarily change it, just could maybe have like a greater understanding than like see my great, 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 great grandchildren and see if some, if like, I don't know, if it's a back to the future situation, back to yeah. the future two and your kids messed three. up and or three, two. No, two. two. I was right. It was two. You're going future. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I thought if, about it. If, if something's bad, then putting that pressure on myself, what can I do to change it? then I feel like I'd have anxiety for the rest of my life. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that means I'm selfish. I would care more about how I got here than the impact I'm going to have. No, gonna I, think leave. That, I think that's the right answer. I, I am in, you could say this in multiple ways. I'm not really interested in our great, great, great grandchildren. They're going to be so far in the future doing things that we have no idea is possible or mm-hmm. can relate to. I am, I, I, I am really interested 
in if we're saying great 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 grandparents that's probably are we in the 1800s i have such a weird sense of how long human lives are i think it's the, <laughs> I, I think we're like... i think we're in early 1800s okay i just know when we do ancestry my sis my sister is obsessed with ancestry yeah. like our heritage the whole way back great great and great. she'll be like yeah this is our great great blank and they were born in the year blank i'm like that doesn't make any sense so, 17 what yeah so, so like my dad was born in 52 so let, I don't know when my grandpa had him, but let's say he had him when he was 30. So he was born We're in doing t- math. 22. Okay. And that's my grandpa. Okay. So that's already at 1922. Yep. Uh, do you want to keep going back? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> we're in the 1800s. We're in, we're in early 1800s. Uh, let me tell you some histor- history about the early 1800s. Uh, no, I, that's super interesting to see how they grew up. Uh, what they did, how they survived. I'm really interested in what they ate. What you know, they ate? The meals. They're yeah. not like how they are today. No, they're not. Uh, they don't have air fryers. No. They're not, oh, air, air, they're not air frying salmon. Uh, oh, yum. No. That's great, great, great grandparents is the right answer. Well, everyone is allowed to have their so, own opinion, Well, it's just but. so much more interesting. It just, it really is to see how they survived, they grew up, what they were getting into, what kind of trouble they got into. <laughs> um, what they were doing well, like th- that's really interesting to me. I'd like to go back in time. Yeah. Let's ask your sister for who are great, great, great. Yeah, just sorry. see what year they're living. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like we're, we're in the like 1812s. Okay, 1810s. It's a really specific year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, that's a great question. Great question. Thank you so much. Next question. Hi there. Hi. Love all that you guys are doing. And I'm wondering if you could pull back the curtain just a little bit. I'm looking to start my own podcast and have a few questions. One, how did you choose Anchor as your platform? This is starting to sound like the ad. It's not the ad. This is an actual question. How long does it typically take to record an episode? How long does it t- typically take to edit an episode? Anything, words of wisdom for someone jumping into the podcast world. Thank you. And I appreciate all you do. Brian. Brian, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question. Like Steve said, this is not our ad, which may or may not still be running in this pod. Um, why don't I? Why don't I read the questions again as like an interview to you? What do you mean? So like instead of just us, let's go one by one. Okay. Ashley, why did you choose Anchor as a platform? It was free. Okay. <laughs> and I will also say it was free to sign up, and it it did a good job of distributing to the highest um, consumed podcast platforms like iTunes. And Spotify mostly. Yeah, I think I had to put it somewhere like on my own, maybe Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it was because it was free. How long does it typically take to record an episode? Um, they're probably they're pretty close to real time with Steve and I. We don't do a lot of editing, so however long the episode runs, like a little bit of setup to get the mic in the right spot and open up Audition and start a new file session, blah blah blah. But pretty close to real time. Maybe add 15, 20 minutes. You're, bro- you're blocking off an hour 15 on your calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long does it typically typically take to edit an episode? Well, that is a complicated question. It depends how often my husband uh, taps, snorts. Farts. <laughs> no. Speaks. Breathes. <laughs> consumes some air in the room. Stretches. Because he has a broken tailbone. Okay. Um, that was a long time ago. Any words of wisdom? Hold on, some- let me answer the question. It takes longer than you think um, because it's 
I, a lot of people, I, most of the time I'm teaching myself how to do it every time I just forget. And most of it is like trying to remove background noise and make it sound better, but I don't listen it to it back sped up. I listen to it in real time. So it's as long as you record plus more. So probably two hours ish. Any words of wisdom for someone jumping into the podcast world? Yes, please get a microphone that is good for podcasting. Um, There's a lot of different microphones out there. Do your research and get a good one because that'll save you a lot of time. Fine. Also, there's everyone has podcasts. It's like a running joke now. Just find your lane. Don't just be like buddies talking. Have like a reason why. I think ours is we're pretty clear people asking questions, but it could still needs a little bit more structure to it at times. Uh, so find like what you, do you do a game show? Do you review, review movies? Do you talk about sports? Find, give yourself a good lane to own. It's whatever you're passionate about, really, because yeah. there are a lot of people out there who sh- will share that passion and will look to find a place to enjoy that with someone. So whatever that is for you, whatever gets you going, then that's what you should be focusing on. Because if you don't love doing that, there's something there's something about doing a podcast that's a lot more intimate than watching someone on TV. It feels very personal. That's I think a good way of saying it. You can you can gauge a lot more from someone in this medium. And I don't know if it's because somebody's talking for so long, but it feels harder to like fake it. Like you I I believe that you truly get a sense of their personality. Um, a lot more over over audio. I don't know why. There's probably a reason I should read about it. But if you don't love it, people are going to know. So do something that you love and that's going to get you excited to do it every week because then that'll resonate with whoever's listening a lot more. That's a good way of saying it. It's nice. Thanks. Brian, good luck. Good Let luck, us know man. what it is. We appreciate you. Next yeah, question. I'd say, what, oh, Brian, still going. once you launch, sorry. Once you launch that, drop it in the Reddit. We'll all give it a listen, send your feedback, and then keep crushing. Oh, that's a great idea, Steve. Next question. Dear Ashley, I'm raising my seven-year-old sister, Taryn. Today she came to me asking if she could work out with me because she wants to be skinny and beautiful. I'm not sure where she got that idea that being extremely thin means beautiful, and I'm hoping she didn't get that idea from me. I recently changed my diet to a healthier one and I've also started working out more in hopes to lose some weight and get more physically fit. I'm afraid she's seeing the seeing that the wrong way. I don't mind her wanting to work out or be more physically active. In fact, I highly encourage her to do so. But how do you have a conversation with her about body image and respecting her body at such a young age? I appreciate you and I appreciate your podcast. Amber from PA. Amber, hi. Amber and Taryn are my secret siblings that no one knows about. Um, they're awesome. I I know I've communicated with both of them since the sports days. Oh, great. Um, and they're great. Thank you for writing. It means a lot. This is a tricky situation. And this is one of those di- times where I have pages of notes. Ash has got the notebook and now. I'm going to try. Oh, you're rubbing the microphone. I'm rubbing the microphone. Just I'm read sorry. It. I'm going to try to organize my thoughts in a cohesive way. Um, I think the first question to ask Taryn is, is what makes you say that? Figure out where she is getting that idea. Because I think when you know the source, it can help you 
kind of nip it in the bud. It may be something that she is gleaning from your actions, like you said, or maybe it's somebody at school who said something, or probably most likely it is the social conditioning that we all go through. Um, Kids do absorb it more. Just all those subtle messages in media or in magazines or in school or the way people talk or the way people use the word fat as a negative. Like there are so many things that kind of seep into our brains and children are like sponges. We know that. So from a much younger age these days, they are, they are taking those lessons in. In fact, there was a study done in 2016 that found that more than half of kids between the ages of nine and 14 were dissatisfied with their body shape. Like kids, not just girls, um, which is heartbreaking. Um, The Girl Scouts did a study and found that 80% of 10-year-old girls are afraid of being fat. 10-year-old girls. 80% of them are afraid of being fat. That is so sad that that is something they're even thinking about at age 10. that I think it's really important that it, and not just to parents or, you know, adult figures in, for girls, but for boys as well, that we're very conscious about how we behave and the ideas that we might be supporting because it, we don't want the kids to perpetuate those ideas amongst each other. So here is my, from my research, how I think you can best handle it. First and foremost, talk about it. Make it a, make it body image something that you can talk about easily. And it's not stressful. It's something that she can feel free to bring up whenever she's thinking about it. It's kind of like a safe space for her. In general, talking about your feelings and your emotions, both good and bad, in everyday conversation just sets a good example for their kids, knowing that helps them identify what they're feeling and gives them a chance to kind of put words to the emotion, which is just a valuable life skill in general. Um, and I think you you should take some time to explain the body's relationship with food. You know, food isn't split into good and bad. It's Everything you eat serves a purpose, and that can be something that you're eating to get specific nutrients, or that could be something you're eating to make you feel better. Like eating cake is not bad. It's not like, no, naughty, bad association with cake. It's, yeah, I like the taste of this. Everything in moderation. You know what I mean? Like if healthy eating is something that we need to do to keep our bodies energized. You know, like they're, I mean, you know this, but I'm trying to think of how I would explain it to a kid. It's, you know, different things you eat have different benefits. This kind of food can help your eyesight. This kind of food can give you energy. This kind of food helps build up muscle mass. And if you if you kind of talk about your body in in terms of what it can do and not necessarily how it looks, I think that can help as well. Like exercise is important because if you work on strengthening your arms, you can swing across the monkey bars even further. Like you can see progress in your strength. If you go for jogs 
in the afternoon when you go play soccer and you're running up and down that soccer field, you're going to be able to run longer. Like our bodies are are incredible and we need to treat them that way. And food is is the source of fuel for us. And fat, scientifically speaking, is one of those fuel sources. It's the biggest storage form of energy in our bodies. And there are good kinds of fat and there are bad kinds. Well, not necessarily bad, but not as good kinds of fat. And so it's like not associating a negative with the word fat, like we're not fat shaming, can help kind of change the perspective of what that word means. Like, oh yeah, I have fat stores in my body because my body's storing that energy for later, which I think is very important. Um, I think something everybody can do, regardless of, you know, who you are or what role you play in a child's life, is if you are a role model for them in any capacity, like we need to set a good example. And it's, it's going to be very hard because we were all raised under the same social constructs and social conditioning that it, it's wormed its way into our brains. Um, and I think we subconsciously will do things, you know, like if you're a woman and you're standing in front of the mirror, you might suck in and, you know, just look at yourself that way. Or if you say, I feel fat today, or do these pants make me look fat? Like that's, that kind of phrasing keeps keeps the negative connotation with the word fat and a greater concern on body image, like fresh in the minds of kids. Um, you don't want to not only criticize yourself, but don't criticize other people. Don't weight shame other people that you might see or even categorize them by their weight. If you're reading a book and you're like, oh, the there's a skinny one and the fat one. Which one's got the orange shirt on? You know, like we don't want to look at something and classify it as fat. Like find a different way to describe characters or people, you know, because that then makes them think that they're categorized by the way they look. You want to instead use words like, oh, the very clever one or, you know, the one with the brown hair if it's a visual cue. But like when you're describing other people as much as possible, use their personalities or their accomplishments so that that we feel like those are the things that are valued. Um, I need to take a deep breath because I haven't stopped and breathed in several minutes and I want to make sure I didn't miss anything from my list. Oh, and you can always show her at least there has, there is a movement um, to have more self-love and body acceptance Um, In social media and I guess television as well, like show her pictures of famous people and show her that we come in all different shapes and sizes and colors and say these look at all of these people. All these people are beautiful, but really, you know, and maybe try to find some less cheesy way of saying like it's your inner light and your confidence that that's going to resonate with people and like the way that you look isn't what's the most important thing. But honestly, the more that you love yourself, the more that you are confident and comfortable in your own body, like rock a bathing suit, strut around the house, talk about how good you look. Like the more that you love yourself, the more that she will see that as an example and hopefully feel the same way. That was very good. (laughs) I feel like every time you go on a a long-winded answer like that, that has all the good points, I just say that was very good and I have nothing to add. That's because... You're really smart at this and you're very good at this topic. Uh, A lot of the things you said 
make a ton of sense. It's hard to do and you have to take the time to do it. But like you said, we're trying to teach Austin that food is fuel and that green beans make you grow mm-hmm. and that you got to have protein each day. And then you can't just have chips. Kid loves chips. It's all he wants to eat is chips. So that food part really stuck with me is just like reminding everyone that like, no, like we have to have green stuff. You have to have protein. You have to have a smoothie now and then in order to grow, especially for kids. Like they're still wrapping their heads around it. We've, we've probably gone in ebbs and flows and are like, yeah, as a kid, I ate my vegetables. And when I was living under my parents' roof, we ate our vegetables and worked out and we're really good about taking care of our health but then we went to college we're like i'm just drinking bush light and eating tacos and not working (laughs) out um so we have to remind ourselves even sometimes that food's fuel and that you got to take care of yourself and if you do that yourself your kid will follow suit right yeah being a role model is is hugely important and also just if you're going to do one thing keep the lines of communication open Because being able to talk about it and hearing her and what she's saying and respecting her feelings and what's leading to her feeling these things is incredibly important. You know, if if she comes to you and says, you know, I don't love my body and you're like, you're perfect. Don't say that. You're perfect. It's she's going to write you off as like, oh, well, that's just my sister. She loves me no matter what. And she's going to continue to feel the way that she's feeling. Um, so I think trying to find the heart, the root cause and work from there is, is the best strategy. And you write about Hollywood has gotten better at showing the different shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. I was listening to all fantasy, everything, the podcast that we love, the, the third best podcast on the internet. Uh, <laughs> and they were talking about growing up in the nineties, like being fat was like a, a huge punchline. Yeah. And like. Uh, the Nutty Professor movies and Fat Bastard in the Austin Power movies. He's just like, I'm bit, bit, bit. Uh, but now people have gotten a lot better about it uh, in terms of just like, it's not a punchline. The only movie, and they mentioned this in all fantasy everything, and I saw a tweet about it today. Do you remember the movie Heavyweights? No. You don't remember Heavyweights? I don't think I saw it. Oh, it's a movie. Never mind. <laughs> that was like the one positive. Is it a boxing movie? No. Do you want me to? No, I don't. If you've never seen anything, <laughs> no, I have no idea what it's about. It's about it's about kids at fat camp who overcome like a mean trainer that was trying to make them lose a bunch of weight. Um, it's really funny. It has like the goalie from uh, Mighty Ducks in it. It's got two kids from the Mighty Ducks in it. Uh, ben Stiller's in it too. But they're actually saying in the '90s it was so much worse because Hollywood portrayed fat as like a punchline to yeah. everything. And that was the one movie that like saved the day for for chubby kids like myself. Um, but I don't know where I was going with it. There was this tangent. Not no, a like, boxing Hollywood's movie. not a boxing <laughs> movie. It's starting to get better. It's better. Yeah. yeah like like people are, are represented more than not just the skinny, good looking people. Yeah. There's and more, the more that, more of us is that we can see, we can see people who weigh different things and say, oh, doesn't this person look beautiful? Like, oh, I love that outfit. You know, just positive reinforcement, regardless of what somebody's weight is. I think it is important as well. So good luck with that. That's going to be an ongoing battle, I think. Um, But it's an important one. And I I really do wish you the best, Amber. And love yourself. Love yourself because you're dope. Next question. Hi, Ashley and Steve. This is Lindsay from South Jersey. Hi. I called a few weeks back asking to do what I should do for my 30th birthday. Well, I have an update for you guys. After spending... 
a couple of hours at a winery with my friends, we decided to go to Disney over Easter break. Coincidentally, my birthday is the week before Easter, so I'll be celebrating my 30th birthday with my friends in Disney World. My question is, what is your favorite ride in the parks and any food suggestions? I would love Austin's opinion on this matter as well. I appreciate you and have a magical day. Bye. Lindsay, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question very much. Steve, do you happen to have any thoughts about spending your 30th birthday in Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I have a few. If you're walking home after a <laughs> night of drinking around the world in Epcot, beware of bushes that might come out of nowhere because you might trip and fall directly into one. While you're wearing a Viking They come hat. out of nowhere. They're yeah. not like honest. They like, you know, Disney's a magical place. They have these moving bushes that trip unsuspecting park attendants who've had about seven hours of drinks in them oh my gosh i can i can picture that moment so clearly so uh we went to disney world for steve's 30th birthday ashley surprised me i surprised him and it was it was awesome it was so much fun Um, it was a blast i'm gonna say a prerequisite please be careful because we are still in a pandemic yes of course so once we get once we get that out of the way um Steven. Sorry, I leaned on the chair. I know. I closed my computer, though. Once we get that out of the way, um, Disney is so much fun as an adult. I cannot give it a, a high higher yeah. marks than that. It is so much fun. One thing you absolutely must do is try drinking around the world in Epcot, which is a drink at every world. Responsibly. Listen, the, the, the best part about drinking around... <laughs> like, no. Uh, do it responsibly. The best part How about it... How do you do it, it responsibly? Because, you drink... <laughs> no. This, uh, this is the question that Ashley doesn't answer. This is the one that Steve answers. Okay. You you can pace yourself and do so much stuff in that little half circle of worlds in Epcot that if you slow down and have an hour in each country or 45 minutes in each country, you can have a blast. And that's just walking through like... The back end area of shops around the Japan. There's like a koi pond back there that you could sit and watch like a little drum show that they do. Or in Italy, you could sit by the water and watch the boats come in. There's so much to do to drink around the world. You don't have to be like, all right, slam your beer in US. Let's go to Germany and get a pretzel and like keep moving. There's people that do that and that's fine. But you can make a full day out of it and it's a blast. You'll leave with a nice buzz or (laughs) multiple What happens if you stop in the... Tequila bar in Mexico. That place is dangerous. Three or four extra drinks in Mexico. It's my favorite. It's my favorite <laughs> La Cava del Tequila or something. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, the House of Tequila. Yeah. This is my favorite spot in Epcot. It's like small, it's dimly lit. They have a, they make amazing drinks, amazing marks. Uh, I definitely go there, but don't stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I would say one thing that we did that I am so grateful for was we did a little video um, at the beginning as we were arriving in each world and then after or slash while we had a drink Um, and it going back and watching them is a huge source of entertainment. It's fun. Um, It's really, it's really, really fun. 
so that that'll be a blast. Have a great time. I would say. What about rides though? We didn't see us to rides. I was segueing into rides. Um, The Avatar ride, the one on like the flying motorcycle type thing. I should look up what it's called. Will you look up what it's Uh, called? It's like Flight of something. Flight of the Avatar or something. Flight of the Avatar. Flight time. Flight time. (laughs) Time to get you flying. Uh, (laughs) That's what it's pretty sure that's what it's called. Copyright. Uh, There's two Avatar rides. There's one that's the River Journey, which is a boat thing. No, that one was kind of a story. Flight of Passage. That's the best ride I've ever been on. In my life, uh, it was. It's really awesome. It's it, even so at like, incredible. Avatar at this point is an old movie, and depending the relationship you have with it, as long as you've seen it, it's the best ride at Disney. I think. Yeah, it's really incredible, and I would say also, I we haven't been there. We haven't been able to figure it out because kid. But if you can go to Avatar Land, whatever it's called, Navi Village. It's in Animal Kingdom. It's in Animal Kingdom. If you can go at night, apparently it's just so magical with the lights, like even more than it is during the daytime. Um, That one is really, really cool. You asked Austin's opinion. He would say the Buzz Lightyear... Was that Space yeah. Ranger Station or Buzz Lightyear Spin no, something? The, spin, the one in... Um, Toy Story Mania is in the new like Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. Austin really liked that one. But there's a Buzz Lightyear one in Magic, in Kingdom. Magic Kingdom that Steve and I get very competitive over yes. when we do it. <laughs> also, you can't beat Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, you can. No, you can't. It's it's that's like just it's amazing. It's a nostalgia ride. It's a nostalgia, but it's ride. not. I mean, it, I guess it you depends. You can go get a Dole like. Whip right there. Oh, the Dole Whips, whip. and then go jump. Oh, the Dole Whips. All right, calm down. God, I love them so calm much. Down. I can't. Uh, They're so good. And then go Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a shit. I, that's so well, random. What? You've never like wanted to go on that ride. We've been to Disney so many times. We've gone on it every time we've been there. We didn't go the, this last time because Austin, when we made that round, was asleep. Um, but huh. we've gone on it every single time. I love it. Oh. And then Animal Kingdom's the best park. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot Disney take. Animal Kingdom's the best park. Yeah, Animal Kingdom's really fun. It's, it's just a blast. Get as many reservations as you can, food-wise ride wise all that fast pass stuff do your research because although it might not be so crazy now that we're in a global pandemic but having like touch points i bet it still is the people that go to disney like ourselves i bet it is still crazy okay well that is going to be a blast i hope you have so much fun be safe and responsible also build in the day where you don't get up and like rush out of the house or rush out of the hotel room chill at the resort lay by the pool get lunch there then go later in the afternoon or don't like build in a day that's not because that place can drive you nuts yeah. in the like competition for rides and we got to see everything we got to ride everything just build in a day to chill because the resorts are dope in themselves yeah the resorts are really nice have so much fun yeah enjoy. send us pictures <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> all right before we go it's time for happies and crappies Steve, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. My crappy first? Sure. Uh, crappy. I saw someone yell at a Target worker while at Target, and I didn't like it. It was really crappy. What did they yell at them for? Uh, something about uh, they rang up. It was like you're in line and you see someone freak out about the price about an item and that they rang it up wrong or that there was a coupon 
there's a sale. But this woman just started berating this other woman. And it's just at this point in time in our lives, well, people are just trying to make a living at Target scanning items. You don't got to yell at them for any reason whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, in general, don't be that person. Be nice. Be kind to each other. Unless they like kicked you in the shin like the imaginary leprechaun earlier. But you know what? Maybe you deserved it. People make mistakes. It's frustrating. Also, like I I had, this was about a week ago, so it doesn't really count, ordered a DoorDash order. This is like a first world problem at its core. Mm. And it just didn't show up. And the guy forgot to turn off the order on his phone. So I saw him like driving the other way down the highway. And I was like following his journey. And the time was going farther up as he was farther away from us. I was really mad at the guy, but I'm not calling him to yell at him. I'll call DoorDash and ask for a refund, but give people a break. That's all. Yeah, that's nice. I, I really wanted that DoorDash order, too. Yeah, I know you did. So I that's have... a crappy 1B. Okay. Um, my crappy actually happened this morning. We had a very firm no Legos in the car policy at House Brayband that was violated this morning um, between the boys. Steve decided to give Austin approval to bring one of his Lego it... ninjas into the car and Austin promised he wasn't going to lose any of the pieces. And Steve was like, okay, you got to hold on to it. So we get in the car and naturally the Lego sword uh, comes out of the ninja's backpack-ish type thing. And Austin drops it and loses it. And when we get out of the car, we cannot find it anywhere. Mind you, this is a very tiny black ninja sword inside of our black vehicle that has black interior. So there is no way to find this thing. And my son was so mad about it. And I tried to make it a, a teaching lesson, but he is grumpy as hell trying to trying to get him into daycare. And here's the worst part. Well, I guess not the worst, but like kind of the worst part. We've been teaching him, you know, like not to give up. We're like, no, you got to keep trying. Ashley you got to keep up. trying, believing yourself. And he go, and so as I'm saying, Austin, you have to go into school. He's like, no, mommy, we can't give up. We can't give up now. I believe in you. And I'm like, Steven, for letting him bring this stupid sword. Usually I'll defend my actions, but this one, uh, we fudged up. <laughs> we fudged up big time on that one. But I don't know why. I was like, yeah, go ahead, buddy. It's because you, you weren't driving. He knew. He knew. I thought he knew in his head. He's like, all right, I got to just like hold the Lego. I can't take shit off of it. But he did. But that being said, it is all, all made up for by my yeah, happy. You're happy. Which is the introduction of the song Danger Zone to my son. It like flicked the switch on him. It. I've never seen somebody, never seen something resonate so quickly with anyone before in my life. This came from our, we're playing Daily Shoots and Ladders, uh, Daily Shoots and Ladders competition. In current, House let's give a current scoreboard on Daily Shoots and Ladders. Current scoreboard update, Austin six wins. Six wins. Ashley two. Steve one. Steve one. Um, your second win is under a bit of... Um, it's under review? Or your first win's under review? No, no, no. I, we canceled out the first one. Oh, we did? Because it was just you and me. Austin bailed halfway through the yeah. game. So, so I have like two and a half, but okay. I'm I'm only counting it officially as two. All right. Austin six, Ashley two, Steve one. Yeah. So we, you know, when you get up to the top, that top row or, you know, the top two rows, right before you're about to win, we call it the danger zone. It's the danger zone. And Austin threads it like a master every time. I don't know every how. He's time. the luckiest kid. Um, and so Steve said, we're going to start calling you danger zone. And Austin's like, what? That's not my name. And he and I, Steve and I just started singing the song. And I was like, no, Austin, there's a real song. And 
I played it for him and he was up on his chair dancing, dancing lip syncing, pointing out to like an invisible crowd, yeah. turning his hat around so it's like cocked sideways and like he shaking his butt shook on camera. His butt a few times. It was stuck it, his tongue out. Yeah. Stuck his tongue out like, like he was a rock and roll. Like yeah. It was unbelievable. Uh, and that it brings me so much joy. I can't really fully describe that to you guys. It's incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. Steve, what's your happy? My happy is also music related. There's a video on an internet on the on, on an internet on the internet from a guy who I should, probably should have looked up, uh, but he replaced all the words to John Cougar Mellencamp's um, hit song "Jack and Diane" with just the phrase "sucking on a chili dog," <laughs> and I've been singing it for a week straight. Um, can you give us a second. taste of what it sounds and like? We can play like a second of it. Uh, okay. uh, give it's me two seconds and I'll find it. it. No, it is not funnier if I sing it. It's it funnier when me. this guy sings it. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> Sucking on a chili dog. 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 Why is that so funny? Sucking on a doll, sucking on a chili doll, sucking on. Should I let it go? I'm sure. Sucking on. Alright, so shout out to Tom McGovern at Tom McGovern on Twitter. Posted that on February 12th. Uh, it's got over 13,000 retweets. Hopefully he didn't turn it into like a hit single that now we have to pay royalties on because uh, we played it on the podcast. But that, that was very funny. Oh, I've been singing it. The for a week straight. First time I heard that, I think I laughed for 10 minutes nonstop. I don't, I, I just, I can't explain so why good. it's so funny. It's just so funny. Also, here's a fun activity to do if you're married. This is a, a part 1A happy. Austin, we uh, last weekend, let him. we just let him play in his room. And Ashley and I went in our bedroom and watched TikToks for 30 minutes. <laughs> And it's just if you save TikToks that make you laugh and then you go back and watch them with your spouse, it's a great activity. I highly recommend it. I had a lot of fun doing that because we were like laughing together. Is we were like hiding from our child. We were hiding from our TikToks. child watching TikToks. And it was <laughs> some of the most fun I've had all week. All right. I think we're done here. Yes. Thank you guys so much for all of your questions. We appreciate them and we appreciate you times infinity. Remember, if you want to support us, you can go to anchor.fm slash Dear Ashley. There is a button that has a, button? a button, bunch of platforms where you can listen. If you hit play on a couple of them simultaneously, we get double the listens. And now, guys, I know that you know that I can see the numbers. So I see how many people are unique again. listeners and I see how many like total listens we get. Sounds like a threat. And it's not double. I just I there are people out there who are not following this. You're about and to threaten our, the people that like us. I they? expect more from you. Double. Is all that nope, I'm saying. Nope. You guys are doing great. So this is what you do. Put on a couple of them simultaneously. You don't have to do this. Put it on mute. You no, don't even you have don't to listen. To just let it play on your computer or your phone. Why don't you just tell some and friends about then it. Then go lay down on the floor. Find yep, a carpeted don't, floor. Don't do that. You can keep doing whatever you're doing. Lay down on a carpet. 
Close your so, eyes no. and meditate. Whatever you want to do. Think you about I mean, meditation is not for you. Rushing you really water. Try. It's not for everyone. Think about softly really blowing wind. Maybe some um, birds chirping. So you don't. I mean, just this, this is unsolicited. Really advice. relax. If you want to go outside and do something else, go for it. It's freezing cold outside. And then also make sure wherever you listen to those podcasts, please rate and review the podcast. Of course, I'm not telling you to rate it whatever you like. Now it's my turn to man something. You don't really have to do that. Rate it five the stars. Ratings aren't Smash that button I'd on your phone. I'd rather get the list. Five honestly. stars. All right, and I, or you can leave us a review like this review from Chris. Usually, I don't like listening to married people argue, but this is the one exception. Great pod. <laughs> five stars. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. You can also follow us on Instagram and Reddit. Both are Dear Ashley Pod. Call us at 929-399-4606 or write us an email if, you know, the thought of leaving a voicemail terrifies you at dearashleypod at gmail.com. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.